the way the love's supposed to be. Mm. Mm. I can feel you breathe. Just breathe. Okay, guys. Um, here's the deal. I just recorded a whole episode and it I didn't hit record. So fuck me in the ass right now, okay? The world is trying to bring me down, okay? Everyone's out to get me, okay? Every single person is out to get me. <sighs> it's fine now. I've only recorded three other episodes and deleted them. So what's another one? What's a fourth at this point? Who fucking cares? Okay, welcome back to Recipe for Crazy. This is Alana, okay? Your resident crazy bitch. And she's here to deliver. Okay, she's drinking a screwdriver. You hear that? You hear that, sweetie? Mmm. Mmm. Tasty. Okay, here's the deal. It's been a minute, okay? And I've heard your cries and I've heard your pleas. And honestly, they just make me feel amazing. And I thank you for it. I can't believe anyone wants to listen to me speak. Okay? Um, There's a lot of people who would pay me not to. But here we are. You're listening. And I'm going to talk about what? I have no fucking clue, but you know what? I'm just going to keep going and then eventually we'll get somewhere. Let's start with what I was talking about before, before I realized that I wasn't even fucking recording. I was talking about my dating life and where I'm at right now. So what I realized recently is that I haven't had good sex in over seven years. That is what I've realized. I am dating somebody new. Have we had sex? No, but I know deep inside of me, it's going to be fucking good. Holy shit, is it going to be good? Let me tell you about this guy. Okay, first of all, he's not a guy. He's not a guy. He's the kid. The kid is his name. Why is he the kid? He's three years younger than me. He's 30. I'm 33. Whatever. We don't care. We're we're going with it. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, get over it. Get the fuck over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Look at me. Look at me. I'm over it. I'm not thinking about it. I don't even fucking care. Anyways, me and the kid, we met on Bumble. Okay. I can't believe I already talked about all these things. I'm doing it again, but it's totally fine. We're doing it. So we met on Bumble, right? And the way we were talking, it was just like a quick back and forth. We had like really good banter. I was like, we were talking about absolutely nothing, but that meant everything to me. If you can talk to me about, if you can speak to me about nothing, I'm into it. Okay. And I was super into it. However, the next night we were, we moved from Bumble to like, to like texting, gave him my phone number. We're texting. My friend is over. She were her and I are like cuddling up on the couch, watching TV. She's looking at my text messages. She starts reading the stuff him and I are saying to me. And she turns to me and she goes, Alana, um, excuse me, can I ask you something? I was like, yes, what is it? She goes, is he retarded? What? What do you mean? Is he, what do you mean? She's like, look what he's saying. He sounds retarded. Yes. We're bringing back the word retarded. It's fine. We don't care. Cancel me. Fuck you. I don't care. An important note to this story is that her and I at this point are extremely stoned. So obviously I'm overthinking everything and I start thinking, is he missing something up there? Like what is going on with this dude? There's something wrong with him because our texting is just so weird and bizarre and like in like this crazy banter land that I I don't even, he could be retarded to me. This is funny, but I don't know. Like he's going with my craziness and I'm going with his craziness. What is going on? So then I ask him like, are you, are you normal? Basically? I don't know what I asked him, something like that. And we we got to the bottom of it. He wasn't retarded. And I was like, okay, thank God. Anyway. So I'm taking you through this whole thing with this guy, the kid, the kid. So we met on Bumble. We established he's not retarded. He 
but he actually lives in San Diego. I live in Long Beach. San Diego is like two hours from where I live. He's in Long Beach right now during this time because he's hanging out with his parents for like a week. He grew up in Long Beach and they're about to go out of town. So he wanted to like come and chill with them for a minute because they were leaving town for a while. So this was like over the weekend. So we made plans for like a Monday night and then Monday comes around and he was like, basically said we were going to go, I was going to come meet up with them, him and his friends to watch football. And I was like, (laughs) excuse me. No, I've watched too many sprinkle sprinkle videos for that baby. I'm not coming to meet up with you to watch football with your friends. That's just not happening. Love your lover. Okay. Um, so he was like, actually, you're right. That's a terrible idea. We rescheduled to hang out Tuesday, Tuesday comes the thing that frustrated me initially was like, he wasn't like asking me to a dinner date, which if I'm thinking about it, it's like, okay, I've gone on so many unsuccessful dinner dates where I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. So I didn't really care. I was like down for whatever. And eventually I was like, just bring over some Coors Light. We'll go for a walk around the Marina. We'll see if we vibe done. So he comes over, brings a beer. We go for a long walk and I could not decide if I liked him or not. When I first saw him, I was like, okay, he's cute. He's six, five blue eyes, brown hair, totally my type, like a nice little pointy face. I love a pointy face. I love it. Can't explain it. Hold on. I need a sip of my screwdriver. (laughs) Okay. So we go back to my, we come back to my place after like this long walk, we sat at the water, talked for a while. Can't tell you what we talked about. Don't remember. We're sitting on my couch. I have to tell you something that happened. So at this point in the night, I have not been able to determine if I liked him or not. He's like goofy as fuck and like weird, but you know, I like weird. And so I'm texting my friend and I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm like kind of blind. I can see from far away, but not up close. Like I can't read a text for the life of me. So I'm texting my friend and I text her. Like I said, I don't know if I like him or not. I'm looking at my phone. I totally forgot I sent her that message. Like I'm like four beers in. So I was like tipsy. No, I totally forgot. I even said that to her and I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, God, I can't see my phone. Like I say that out loud. Oh, I can't see anything. He turns over and he like quickly looks away. And I was like, what what did he just see? What did he just see? I like find my glasses and I look at my phone and I realize he saw the text that I sent my friend that where I said, I don't know if I like him or not. (gasps) Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) I mean, can you blame me though? Can you blame me? I just met you. I don't know, but he acted totally cool. He didn't say anything. It was fine. It was whatever. Okay, cool. Anyways, moving on. I think we kissed that night and the kiss kind of felt good. And then he was like looking at me really deeply in my eyes, almost like too deeply in my eyes. And it was like sketching me out. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I like him. And then the next day he was like, so he was going on a trip with his friends that week. And he was like, I'm going to go pick up mushrooms. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, what? That's weird. And he's like, just come fuck it. And I was like, okay, I have nothing better to do. So he came and picked me up. I went with him to go pick up mushrooms. We come back to my house and hang out and chill and still didn't know if I liked him after that. He went on a trip with his friends the next week. You know, I still didn't know. I was like, oh, you know, do I want to talk to this guy? Do I like him? I don't want to lead anyone on. I don't really know. And, but you know, he, he continued to like hit me up every day and I continued talking to him and I like talking to him. And then, um, you know, things took a turn for, you know, down the sexual lane, you know, sexting ever heard of it. So this is what I realized. 
I don't know if I said this earlier already. I realized that I have not had good sex for at least seven years. I've realized that through talking to him because he's reminded me what I like and what I want. Mind you, him and I have not had sex yet at all. Not even close. So with my ex-boyfriend, I feel like he was a very selfish lover. You know, he wasn't into, didn't really care. And that's kind of my fault. It is kind of my fault because I, you know, he could be great with somebody else, but with me, it just like, wasn't it for me. It wasn't what I wanted. He was very vanilla. And the same with the guy before him, my ex fiance, super fucking vanilla. Also all the other issues I told you on, you know, episode one, if you listen to that, a lot of issues there, but with this guy, like I haven't even told him what I like or what I'm into. And he just like has said everything that I want. And I don't know if I should get graphic and tell you guys, but I basically, I mean, it might as well. What, what else are we doing here? He's a giver and I'm a receiver. Okay. I just, I'm ready to receive. Okay. And he's ready to give. <laughs> and I love it and I'm ready for it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so anyways, one night things really escalated via text and he basically broke down step by step everything he was going to do. And I pretty much melted into my bed and I have not like formed back into a solid, like I'm still just pure liquid. I am just been melting around and (laughs) I just haven't been a human ever since. So So he was back in San Diego after his trip and we planned, um, for the weekend, he was going to come sleep over. We were going to get pumpkins, carve them. I told him before he came, I was like, listen, you're driving two hours. I'm just letting you know, we're not having sex. Chill. Okay. Normally I wouldn't say that before a date. I wouldn't have sex with you on a date, but like, I felt like he deserved to know because he was driving two hours. So like, I felt like I had to tell him the truth. Like you're not getting any, so don't expect anything. However, I you know, you always want to be prepared. Okay. Even when you are like telling yourself, like, I'm not going to sleep with this person, you'll want to be prepared. So obviously I prepared myself, my entire body. In fact, I did the deepest clean you can ever imagine. I scrubbed every skin molecule off my body. I waxed my body, my entire body to myself. Okay. I went in my bathroom downstairs and I got the wax. I heated it up and I put it on my fucking vagina. Okay. I put the wax on my vagina. I've never gotten a vagina wax before. Holy fuck. Did that hurt? Holy fuck. Did that hurt? But I was like, let's do this shit. Okay. This guy's a giver. I'm a receiver. If I'm going to be receiving something, I'm going to have this pussy in the most pristine condition. You can imagine it's going to be sparkling. Okay. It's going to smell like grapes and flowers and daisies, and it's going to be a pleasure. You're going to thank me afterwards because it's going to be a delight for you. So I had all that in mind, even though I was like, I'm not having sex with him, not doing anything with him, but you know, you just want to be prepared. So I'm doing all this stuff. I'm getting everything ready. Okay. And of course, what the fuck happened? My fucking period comes you motherfucking bitch. Really? Really? Of all times for my period to come, it has to be now when I'm about to have the possibly the best sex of my life with this guy that I have unbelievable chemistry with. You're going to come right now. Okay. 
you're rude. You're fucking rude. Okay. Could you have lasted another few days? It was a blessing though, because I probably would have caved because holy shit. Oh my God. I've never, okay. Never. That's not true. It's not that I've never have. I've definitely had crazy chemistry with other people, but it's been a really long time since I've had like this level of chemistry with somebody. Like when we kiss, it's like our faces melt into each other and it just feels so fucking good. And he just like matches my energy sexually and I'm into it. I digress. So he comes over. I'm so nervous before he comes over. He calls me when he's on his drive over and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. I was like freaking out. I was so excited to see him. But then in the back of my mind, I was like, well, last time I saw him, I didn't really like him. So am I going to like him this time? (laughs) I don't know. I need a drink. I need a drink. I'm like cleaning my house, doing all my things, listening to Faith Hill, like a little gay bitch. And he finally comes over, open the door. I see him like, oh oh my God, I'm speechless. I'm like, I don't know what to do or say. He comes over early because he got done with golf early or whatever. So he cruised over much earlier than I anticipated. So we ended up just like napping and kissing and hanging out on the couch for a little bit before we like went and got pumpkins, went to the store, got pumpkins. Then we like cooked a meal together. He made the marinara sauce. I was making penny alavaca, my mom's penny alavaca. You have to make this penny alavaca. Oh, okay. I know I'm like talking fast. Let me slow down for a second. Oh my fucking God. This penny alavaca will change your fucking life. Okay. My cooking. So my grandma and my family, my grandma has died. She died last year, but she's the best cook ever like the best fucking cook. And I know everyone probably thinks about their mom or their grandma, but my grandma legitimately is one of the best fucking cooks out there. Like she used to make these cheesecakes and like sell them to restaurants. Like she's really fucking good. My mom, not so much, not the best cook. However, she has her moments and she has some dishes that cannot be matched. One of her dishes is her penny alla vodka. Everyone in my family spoons over it. It's so fucking good it's like her signature dish and it's her recipe and it's just amazing. So that's what we made. He made the base marinara sauce, which usually like you could use any type of sauce to go in the penny alvaca. Like, and if you are buying a canned sauce to do it, I suggest Carbone because Carbone has the best sauce. Oh my God. It's the best jarred sauce. So if you have to go jarred, if you have to commit a crime, that would be um, the way to go. And I even suggested to him when we were, I was like, I have everything to make the penny, but the marinara sauce, we just have to go get a jar. And he was like, no, we're not getting a jar. I'll make it. And I was like, I just got wet. (laughs) That's sexy. So he fucking made the marinara sauce himself. I was wildly impressed and it was delish. And so we did that and it was so cute. Like, you know, I like, I'm so insecure about like setting up my camera and stuff and doing all that with dating someone new, like with my ex-boyfriend, obviously like I went viral while we were together. He was already in love with me. So it didn't really matter to him. And he was totally cool and totally fine with everything I posted about our relationship. He was all about it obviously until the end. But, um, and then the last guy I dated Teddy was like kind of weird about it, but like acted like he liked it, but then was like weird about it. So it's kind of weird, you know, dating someone and then being 
I hate to say an influencer, like literally fucking stab me in the throat. That's disgusting. But like to be like a quote unquote influencer and like dating someone new, it's really uncomfortable and awkward. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to record this recipe because, uh, this penny al vodka needs to be seen by the masses. It's delicious, but he was totally cool about it. And then when I was like setting up my camera, he like jumped into the shot and was like joking around having fun. And I love it. And he loves food. Like he loves food, which I'm obsessed with because food is my fucking life. And it always has been. So the fact that he loves food and he loves recipes and he like wants to like get together and cook and do stuff like that. I'm so into it. And I just, I love it. Anyways. Um, so we cooked that and he, it seemed like he was blown away by the pasta. You know, you never know. You feel like people like just lie and say it's good. You don't know, but like, it seemed like he really liked it. So that was cool. And then we just spent like the rest of the night making out like crazy and, um, having fun. Okay. I did say this in a video, but I'm going to say it here because it's just so funny. Okay. If he listens to this, I'm, I'll probably just jump off a bridge. Like I pray to God he doesn't listen to this, but, um, okay. He was okay. I told him I was on my period. He knew, but he still wanted to get like a little lick in. <laughs> he just like really wanted to. And I was like, no, you can't. And he was like trying to get so sexual. And I was like, we can like, I can't get into it. And he was like, I guarantee you, I could make you come. And I was like, I'm telling you, you cannot make me come right now. Like I'm two in my head. I'm on my period. Like there's no fucking way. Anyways, I, like I said, I said this in a video, but I'm going to tell you guys, he whispers in my ear and he asked me, <laughs> I, I swear to God, you guys, he asked me if I was wet and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Am I wet? Am I wet? I'm dripping with blood. Literally like m my uterine wall is falling off, is falling out of my vagina right now. Like, what do you mean? Am I wet? I'm soaking. I have my period. Like, this is why I can't get into it. Like, I just can't. Anyways, I found that hilarious. So yeah, that all happened. He slept over. The next morning we woke up and we made breakfast tacos. Um, they were really good. And we just like hung out, played Mario Kart, watched football, drank some Coors Light. And he like stayed over to like four o'clock and then he like left. And um, yeah, we've been like texting ever since he's like on a trip right now with his friends. And I'm just like, okay, like what's next? Like, when are you coming over next? What's the deal? What are we doing? But I'm trying, like, I've actually been pretty chill. I like to think, and I want to keep it that way. Cause honestly, I don't even know how I feel. Like, I don't know how, if I like this guy that much, or if it's just like, sexual or if it's just, I don't know. Like, I don't really even know anything about him. So yeah. And he doesn't really know much about me. Like I haven't really told him that much, which is crazy. Like with Teddy, I feel like our relationship was just like trauma dumping over and over again. Like just talking about our, cause you know, he had stuff going on with his family and I obviously have stuff going on with mine and you know, all of our conversations were just like sad and whatever. And, you know, the big thing with him and why I wanted to end it with him was just like, I want to have fun right now. Like I want to have a good time. I want to be with somebody who's just like also wants to have fun and be happy. I don't want to live in the sadness. 
And when I'm with this guy, I just have fun and I laugh and I'm happy. And I like that. And I like that we haven't gotten too deep into anything. Like we've really only hung out three times. So why would we, you know? So yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. We will see where that goes. <sighs> Let's think. Let me put you guys onto something. Korean spas. Okay. Korean spas. So I, I just sold my Joshua tree house. I'm about to get a nice fat check, which will be nice. And I'm going to totally revamp myself, Botox, you know, an IPL, you know, a little laser on the face, anything I got to do, you know, I'm 33. I got to keep it, keep it right. Keep it tight. Okay. But here's what, here's a trick to life. Korean spas. If you live in LA, you live in the Mecca. Congratulations. You can go to any one of them. There's amazing ones out here, but if you live somewhere else, I'm sure you can find one. Korean spas will change your fucking life. This is what happens. You go in. Okay. It's separated by sex, men on one side, women on the other. You go in, you tell the lady at the front desk, you want a scrub massage, a wet massage. Okay. No problem. You go into the woman's locker room, you get undressed. It's totally okay. You go back there. You're not the only fat one. Okay. Everyone's fat. Everyone's gross. Everyone has cellulite. Everyone has stretch marks. Like chill your fucking grill. No one's looking at your fucking bushy ass vagina. No one gives a fuck. Okay. You go back, you go back there and you stick your body in a pool of water, a jacuzzi or a steam room. Okay. And you soak for like 30 minutes an hour. You decompress. You don't think about anything. You just let go of all life's complexities and just enjoy the silence. Okay. Then suddenly a little Korean woman in a negligee will appear and she'll call your number. 143? 143? That's you. You've got 143 on your wrist because you get like this little buzzer thing on your wrist. Okay. You say, hi, that's me. She pulls you aside. She brings you to the back. Okay. The back looks like, have you seen the movie Hostel? The horror movie where they um, bring, you know, it's in Europe and they bring Americans to the back and put them on a table and like slice them up and sell their organs to rich people. That's pretty much the vibe. Okay. There's no glitz or glam. You don't need it. Okay. It's not about that. This is not about the experience. Like this isn't about like the customer experience, like letting it be like a luxury five-star experience. No, this is about, this is work, honey. Okay. This is something your body needs. Okay. You go back there. It's a hostile style situation. Am I going to get killed here? Maybe. I don't know. Something's going to die. What's going to die are all your insecurities because you're about to be reborn. Okay. You're about to be a new baby seal. She brings you to the back, this little Korean woman. You're totally nude, naked. She puts your body on this table. It's covered with plastic. Okay. It's a little, it's not very comfortable, but it's fine. You don't care. You're transcending into a different um, realm. Okay. And then she starts scrubbing your body and she gets every nook and cranny. Okay. She spreads your legs. She lifts your armpit. She gets under your breasts, your breastises. She gets everywhere. She takes off every layer of skin until you have nothing left. Okay. You're just a skeleton at that point. You got nothing. And then she tells you to go in the shower. You wash your face. You come back and then she gives you the mas a massage like you've never had. Okay. It's a massage you wish your husband would. She, mas she will massage your boobs. 
Okay. She will hit second base and it's totally fine. She's not trying to cop a feel. She's not into you. Okay. It's not like that. It's not sexual. She just is trying to make you feel the most comfortable possible. You just got to let go. Okay. She's going to see your puss. She's going to see your butt crack. She's going to see your titties. It is what it is. You let it happen. It's a beautiful experience and it's less than a hundred dollars. Okay. And you know what? It gets a little oily. She might slip a finger in, but you know what? You might like it. I'm just kidding. I've only had a finger slipped in maybe once and it was an accident. She kind of liked it too. You know, honestly, it's so funny to me now. Cause I do it so often. Cause they're always like the women, the woman will always whisper in your ear. You okay. Are you okay? I'm like, bitch, spread my legs wider. I don't give a fuck. I've done this so many times. Like, what do you need me to do? You should see me right now. I've got my legs in the air. I'm like, you want me to go my legs this way, that way I'm spreading them, baby. Get in where you need to go. I don't give a fuck. To be honest, though, these Korean spas have got me so comfortable with my body. I'm like so chill. Like I will go into these Korean spas. I'm sitting crisscross applesauce in the steam room. Girls will come in. They're like, oh my God, you're naked. You're naked. Are you comfortable being naked? I'm like, girls, fucking take that towel off. Who are you fooling? I've seen titties. Just fucking live your life. Live your goddamn life. Be naked. Be naked. I'm so obsessed with Korean spas. I've found like the really nitty gritty ones, like the ones where no white people go and I'm the only white person there. And they all look at me like, what is this bitch doing here? And I'm like, listen, just shut up. Okay. Don't. I know I'm white, but I get it. I'm here. I'm I'm basically a Korean. I love it. I love it. I live for it. It's my passion in life, Korean spas. My dream would be to open a Korean spa one day. Oh my God. And make it dirt cheap and anyone can come except for gross men. So I used to go with my ex fiance to these Korean spas. And he told me like, there'd be guys that would come into like the steam room and like cruise for dudes and like stroke their cocks and stuff. And I was like, Ew, Oh my God. Totally different experience on the women's side than the men's side. So if you're a man tread lightly, unless you want to get your dick sucked by a dude, then don't tread lightly, tread hardly and just enjoy your life. Anyways. I'm just saying things at this point. Will this episode be funny? Okay, we're going to listen to some voicemails real quick. This girl sent me two voicemails, but her second one says don't listen to the first one. So let's just go straight to the second one and see what's up. Alana, it's Lonnie again. Delete my last message. This man just pulled up to my fucking car and, like, came up to my window in the middle of leaving you a message. And I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway, I was just saying, it's Lonnie. <laughs> I'm just going to reiterate what I said. But um, my name is Lonnie, and I love your podcast. I love your content. Um, I was saying in my last voice, know that you're super raw, you're real, you're unapologetic, and I, I really admire that about you. And I love your posts. I look forward to them every week. So please keep them coming. Um but I also was asking, like, is everything really over with this guy for you? Oh, shit. Oops. Is everything over with Teddy? Girl, Teddy is so done, first of all. Done, done. And you know what's so funny is, like, so I have, like, a Raya or whatever, and I was on Raya, and then his, like, name popped up a few days ago and I just went and blocked him. Like, no, no, no. I don't even want him to see my profile on there. I'm so done with his ass. He was hot and he was fun, but like, no, it's done. It's done, done, girly girl. Like, um, 
I don't know. I felt like I've gone crazy on a lot of men multiple times. <laughs> and I don't know if this is like a red light for you or if you're turning onto another road. But, um, yeah, tell me about that. Also, this fucking man that I'm with, I'm fucking over. Like, bitch. I just feel like I, okay, so I settled for someone that would never have settled for me if if the shoe was on the other foot, right? And it's been super crazy. Like, ups and downs, highs and lows, emotional roller coaster. Um, So I'm about to hop off this train. Like, I'm 30. I've been ignoring my biological time clock. Like, you wouldn't believe. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out what career I like most. So, I don't know. When it comes to men, I'm not sure who the one is for me. But I know that after I'm off of this motherfucking roller coaster, I'm dating them all, girl. Like, single till I'm married, vibes all the fucking way. So. Yes. I love your energy, Lonnie. Um, I'm obsessed with your energy. First of all, me and Teddy are so done. He's like a wet blanket. He's boring and he's vanilla. Just like the last two guys I've fucked in my relationships, like not to like make it dirty or gross, but like, he's just vanilla. Okay. I want someone who's just like a lady on the street, but a freak in the sheets. That's what I'm looking for when a man <laughs> and this guy, just that guy just wasn't it. Okay. So he's got to go for you. I don't understand what you said. You're settling for him, but if the shoe was on the other foot, he wouldn't settle for you. I don't really know what that means, but it sounds like you should get out of that. Also, single until you're married, 100%. Like, my sister would tell me that. I remember when I was with my fiance, I was like, I don't want to be with this person, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you're single until you're married. Like, you know, you're not married yet. Don't, you know. You can't settle. doesn't matter how old you are. I don't care if you're 30. I don't care if you're 40. Just don't fucking settle. Be with someone who checks at least, I think, 80% of your boxes. You're never going to find someone who checks 100% of your boxes because that's impossible. But at least 80% of your boxes should be checked. And this guy doesn't even sound like he's checking 10% based on what you said. I wish you gave me more information, Lonnie. I would have loved more information. But if it's a roller coaster and it's causing you stress, then it's 100% not worth it because the person that you're supposed to be with will cause you zero stress. They will actually make your life easier. So bye-bye, baby. Next one. What was happening to your friend when she was folded in half in your car? <laughs> I'm very curious to know. That was hilarious. For two hours, she drove like that. <laughs> What's the deets? Okay, so I own a house with my ex-fiance and we just sold it, uh, the house in Joshua Tree. And so I was basically, we went up, she came up with me because she's an absolute angel and a doll. And she came up with me and we just like spent like the last weekend there and cooked and just like relaxed and chilled. And so afterwards, I just packed everything I possibly could in my car, including like this vintage bookcase that I found, which is like my favorite piece of furniture that I own. I have so much fucking furniture in my life. It's not even funny. Um, before, so when I was in my early twenties, I either wanted to be an interior designer or I wanted to make movies. My mom was like, you can't make movies. You'll never make money. Um, so I was like, well, I'll just decorate houses. And anyways, I ended up going in reality TV. Fuck me in the ass. But, but anyways, um, 
I love furniture. I love decorating. I decorated that whole house in Joshua tree. So I, we basically just shoved my entire car and like this bookcase is huge. And so we had to push the seat all the way to the front and she was squished all the way to the top. We had to drive two hours back from Joshua tree to LA with her squished and oh my God. Okay. Hold on. Let me put a Zen in for this because this isn't my business. I'm about to tell my friend's business, but it's totally chill because she wants to tell it on my story anyways. So I mean, um, like in a video, so she was struggling. First of all, this is like besides the point, but like men used to go to war. Now they ghost you men need more hobbies because like, why are they ghosting women in 2023? It's ridiculous. I mean, women are ghosting men too, but that's besides the point. My friend, the girl who was squished up in the car, like to add insult to injury, not only was she squished in my car for two hours, but she also got fucking ghosted by this dude that weekend. And it was fucking horrible. She was dating this guy. He's like a pseudo celebrity. I don't know. He's got like millions of followers on Instagram and he's like a singer and on tour and she was supposed to join him on tour he was like totally up her ass and was like told her i love you and like all this shit and was like ready to bring her with him on his journey and then while we were in joshua tree he just like totally stopped texting her totally stopped talking to her it was fucking horrible i hate him i want to punch him in the face and um we were all supposed to go to his concert that weekend and he just like totally ghosted her after just like making all these promises. She had like all her outfits picked out, everything ready to go. She was going to go on tour with him for a week. I was just so fucking sad. I hate when people do things like that. Like we had our suspicions because we like follow him on social media and we saw that like he had a woman join his tour and she was like a cute girl. And like right when she joined his tour, he kind of like fell off with her and stopped talking as much, stop saying as much. And I was like, dude, like, I hate to tell you, but like, obviously he doesn't want to bring you on this tour because he has this chick he's trying to get in with. So like, if you come on tour, then it's going to like squash his efforts with this bitch. That's obviously what's happening. And instead of him manning up and growing a pair of fucking balls and being like, Hey, like, I don't think you should come. This isn't like, you know, whatever. Let's be friends. Let's whatever. He just totally goes off the fucking map so fucking rude. I hate it. And she like wants to make, cause she's also a chef. So she wants to like collaborate, make a video and like talk about the ghosting thing. But I'm like, dude, call his fucking ass out. But then I'm like, wait a second. I mean, everyone goes, I've go, I ghost people, bitch, you ghost people. We all ghost people. He didn't commit a crime. You know, he didn't do anything terrible. He ghosted you. And I will say, and if she listens to this, I'm sorry, girl, I love you, but she has done everything you can possibly do wrong after you get ghosted, (laughs) which we've all done it because we're all Delulu. I've fucking, oh my God, I've been ghosted before and done the dumbest shit ever. That's what you do when you're in your twenties. She's in her twenties. I'm in my thirties. I've grown a little, I know a little bit more. And I'm here to tell you when you get ghosted, what you do is you ghost back. You don't say fucking shit. You don't text people multiple times in a row. If someone's not responding to you, you just are like, okay, bye. You move on with your fucking life. This is what she did wrong. She messaged him a couple messages that were like paragraphs asking for answers, asking for reasons. She also posted on her Instagram story, like passive aggressive messages. Like, why would you hurt a sweet girl? Why would you do this? Why would you do that? And I was just like, girl, like... 
the only thing you're doing right now is pushing him further away. You're going to get less answers now. Like the more you text him, the more you cry out for help on social media, the less likely it is that he's going to say shit to you. You just got to go off the map. You just got to block him, delete him and move on. Like he, he didn't say anything, but his silence speaks volumes. What more do you want? He's still posting on his social media. He's still active, yet he's not saying anything to you. What does that mean? He's, he's moved on. You got to move on too. And that's the sad truth. It's like, as women, when someone goes to you or ignores you, you want answers. You want to know why, but like men don't have the balls. And like, to be honest, you've done the same thing. Think about all the guys that are like gross and disgusting that have like been up your ass and you just ghosted them, didn't say anything. Think about that. Why didn't you? Why did you ghost them? Why did you ignore them? Why didn't you tell them what was up? Because you felt bad. And that's probably, I don't know if they feel bad because I don't know if men feel, but, um, you know, they just don't have the balls to, I, I know why women do it. Women do it because they feel bad and they're like, oh my God, but they still want the attention. That's the other thing. They still want the attention. So do men. You still want the attention because you're a human fucking being and humans are deeply and wildly insecure. No matter how much they project confidence, they're grossly insecure. And so like, if there's a person that's fawning over them and they're like, wanting them, they're not going to just be like, Oh no, bye. Because they want you to fawn over them. So a ghoster enjoys it. They enjoy you being up their ass and wanting questions and having questions and wanting to know why. So don't fucking give them that. Okay. If someone's ghosting you, you ghost back and you move the fuck on. And that's what you fucking do, bitch. Okay. And my girl is way too hot to be fucking letting this guy feel like he's a king. Who gives a shit how many followers he has or that he's famous or whatever? Who fucking cares? He's a man. He's not even cute. He's gross. Even though she thinks he's hot. I don't understand why he's not. Okay. And that is this episode of recipe for crazy. Please leave me voicemails. I love the voicemails. If you want to make a gal happy, call her up, say something, ask her something, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Let me give you the number. Hold tight. 562-380-0115. Okay. Call me. Say something. See something. Say something. All right. I don't even care what it is. I just want to hear your sweet, delicious voice, baby. Okay. I'll talk to you guys next week.